are listening to the You Should Watch Podcast. One, two, three into the fall. Chris and Joe in Joe's living room. Gang, 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 metal. Welcome to episode four. Welcome back. I was doing that. I wanted to be loud. Episode four. Oh, hey. You are going way off. The Boo. Time. I'm going to avoid Four. Fireworks. Episode four of You Should Watch. Four hundred. Uh, where no e- four. Just just four. Four. Where each episode, myself, Joe, mm-hmm. and my friend Chris. That's me. We each recommend a movie to each other. That one of us has seen, but the other person has not yet seen. And vice versa. For and the visa, other. visa. V- what? Visa, visa, visa. Vice versa. Visa, 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 visa. Not going to work here. Vista. Anymore. So <laughs> this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Cause, Are we? Yeah, because I, Chris oh, is recommend, recommending oh, me a movie. Okay. Which is? Oh, we're doing... Because, okay. I'm recommending him The Last Dragon. Which is a really, I mean, it's, I guess it's funny. It's like a karate action comedy movie from the 80s with a little bit of a twist. Um, There's a character in it that might be one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. in all of movie history. And you'll probably be able to pick him out once you see it. Okay. But I saw this movie when I was really young mm-hmm. and I've loved it ever since. It's 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 a really funny movie. Okay, and I picked, like I said, we did something a little bit different. Instead of a movie, I picked an episode of a TV show. Yeah, thinking out of the box, like we, Jim Justice. Jim Justice, always thinking outside uh-huh. the box. Because um, we said when we first started, do you hear the reviews on that out that show? Not going. They good. weren't good. No, I don't know good. if we're gonna. They're gonna be a sponsor I don't anymore. Know, they might not pick. They might not pick us up again. I have sponsor. a feeling. So, <clears throat> I went with an episode of a TV show, because I think when we first talked about doing this podcast, we said it could be a TV show, a movie, so I'm like, why not? Let's start with the TV mm-hmm. show. We had an idea for music. Right. The original idea we had was, you should check out, right? and it was going to be music, television, mm-hmm. movies, right? but that was a long title. Yeah. So, so you just went with three simple words. You should watch. You should watch. So I picked the first episode of the television show, Treme, mm-hmm. which is created by David Simon. God. Known for The Wire. But I feel everything he's done TV-wise is amazing. Mm -hmm. And except for The Wire, no one has seen, like, any of it. Yeah, that's really the only thing that you hear people talk about. The Wire, I mean, Homicide Life on the Street was his first on NBC. Mm -hmm. That was was back in, like, the early, late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. So that got popular. And a lot of people do talk about The Wire. And every once in a while you hear someone mention Treme. Or The Corner, I, I, I hear. But that's but, mostly from people talking right, about The but Wire. But everything he's done, The Corner, The Wire, Generation Kill. I, I have that. I need to see that. It's fantastic. Yeah. And even his last thing, his HBO miniseries, Show Me a Hero. Yeah. With uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. The yeah, he's like one of my new favorite actors. He is fantastic. Yeah. Did you ever see Inside Lewin Davis? No. Interesting. Did you ever see Drive? I've seen Drive. Because he's in Drive. I love Drive. So maybe we'll have to do Inside Little Davis at some point. Okay. I guess since you haven't seen so it. Have you seen Drive? 
I have seen Drive. Did I just ask you that? You have. You, you have should see Drive again. You, you, we watch Drive together. And you I should watch it more times. I don't really I care. love Drive. Um, also, pulling back the curtain a little bit on how this podcast is recorded, we just finished recording episodes. Yeah, this is a hoax. This we is a are hoax. not doing this a different time. And when you were talking about your movie, I realized something that I forgot to bring up for my movie. In the last one? In the last, a little bit of a correction corner. Okay. Because there was something I wanted to talk about, and I... So, we're talking about an old movie for it's, this it's, one. You know, some podcasts sometimes talk about previous episodes okay. in the beginning. They're well, just, lay it on me, Big Daddy. There was one very subtle, very racist joke. In Hot Shots? In Hot Shots. Okay. In the very beginning, when they're um, doing that fight scene with Charlie Sheen, where we talked about yeah, in the episode... Yeah. There's cheerleaders there. Mm-hmm. They're dressed like the Lakers girls. Okay. But they're called the Rakers girls. Which That's is right. racist. Because <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're somewhere in Asia. <laughs> I don't think that's a joke you can get away with. Um, I'm very, I mean, I think it's good for this episode now that we're talking because it's funny now. I'm kind of upset we didn't talk about it last episode, but I feel like I needed to say it because it was amazing. So, fucking funny. so now that we got that out of there, oh. Um, oh, this episode can only go downhill from there. Yeah. Well, I think I like I said I had something planned for the beginning of this episode. Okay. Which I think is going to be good. Right. Um. <laughs> we are in the month of October. The spook, the devil's month. Which I think is probably the best month of the year. It's this month. It's my favorite months. Mm-hmm. There are three months. Mm-hmm. I guess it's fall into winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's like a band name. Right. I guess. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want that band name. Um, but. October, November, and December are my favorite times of the year. So, little fun I fact. like fall because it started a little cooler, which mm-hmm. is nice. Hoodie weather. Hoodie weather. The f- fall beers are fantastic. They are good. Halloween stuff is cool. It's fun. But the best thing about October is hockey season. Hockey season. Hockey Ow! Season. And I know we've talked, I think we talked about hockey in almost every episode. I think we definitely. We didn't in episode Not the three. last one, the one before that, we yeah, definitely did. Definitely did because it was a hockey There was a movie about it. Um, so the thing I had planned is hockey related. Okay. It isn't like hardcore hockey stuff. It's something funny that happened. Is happens. it a peewee hockey game? It is not. It's close. It's junior hockey. Okay. Which is. One of them um, get their throat cut? No, it's nothing like that. A person jumped over the glass onto the ice. Oh, yeah? At a junior hockey game, which is the ages range from 16 to 19 years old. Oh, uh, they didn't players. do anything. No, nothing that bad, but it was a Wednesday night. Okay. The guy was trashed. All right. <laughs> around a lot of young people. Was he a dad? I don't think so. Okay. Hockey dads I mean, this, are I mean, notoriously it, scum. Yeah, because what this is, it's professional junior. Mm-hmm. So these are like the top of the junior players. They get paid a little bit mm-hmm. to play. Um, a lot of these players get drafted into the NHL and a decent yeah. amount end up playing in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, We've all been there. Yeah, but it's still kids. Uh-huh. And even the oldest player on the team is just able to legally drink in Canada. Okay. Um, so we're What, gonna... does he start throwing beers to kids no, or something? No, something like that. But you'll see that they don't have very good security. Uh, because he's on the ice for a while. A while? <laughs> Are so they just was, playing the game around him? <laughs> pretty much. So I'm going to play this video. Okay. I'm going to cue it up. Um, fortunately, all the listeners, you're just going to hear the audio of it. Right. But, um, We'd have not perfected no, podcasting gonna, through gonna, visuals. I'm going to um, paste the link 
into the show notes, as people say. Okay, for like copyright purposes? No, just so you can watch it yourself. Oh, all right. Um, so I'm going to play this video for Chris. You're going to hear the audio. And here we go. And before I start, just to let you know, towards the end of the video, for some reason, every version of this video I've seen, for some reason, has... Spanish band playing? No. Has like a text tone at the end of it. Okay. So it's not what anything we're doing. It's in the video. I don't know why. Okay. You'll see. Fan oh, on the Jesus ice. Christ. My goodness, you don't see this very often. <laughs> he falls down, wow. and he's just kind of celebrating. No one's doing anything. Telling everyone to stay away, and yeah, this is <laughs> this is wild. Wow, now this is heading towards Madman Cena sliding into the net. So, all the players oh my goodness! The referee. Is this is a big fucking. Well, you think you've play. seen it all Here in the Ontario? He ran, <laughs> he ran towards one net. <laughs> And he went off camera. He's and doing a real good job. Coast to coast, See, heading towards the Guelph net. Somebody's got to get on here. Somebody's got to get out here. Nobody. So, so basically, he jumps on the ice. He's celebrating at the blue line, uh-huh. and then the camera changes because because they're not allowed to really show. Um, like they're not supposed to show people on the ice or playing uh-huh. field because they don't want to encourage it. Right. So they switch off to the camera at center ice. So you can't you see him running by. So. <laughs> so the referee's unable to get him. Uh-huh. So then he just comes back. <laughs> and he's on the ice for like, it was like 35 seconds. Well, the video was like 38 yeah, seconds. Yeah, and he's there the entire time. But I figured I would share that. That's so great. Oh, that makes me Classic happy. Classic Canadian. And now this is in, let's uh, pronounce this right, Mississauga? I think that's it. I think that's just Mississippi. No, Agua. it's Mississauga Steelheads. It's Mississippi. Agua. Which is a basically it's a um, town right outside of Toronto. Okay. Mississauga, I think it's how you pronounce it. Mississauga. Yeah. So I'm gonna like I said, that link is gonna be in the notes. On, on it's funny, can, guys. It's pretty funny. And I, girls. I very rarely see someone run Ten on the ten. ice. Um, yeah, I, you don't see that ever. In he their really has to get over the glass. Yeah, that's impressive. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm happy they left him there. And the fact too that he was on for a long time. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to uh, talk about? Um, talk about? No, I don't think so. Nothing new, else exciting happened this week. Um. No. Okay. So I'm gonna take some time to watch The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna watch, watch Treme. The first episode of Treme. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get back to you. So we're gonna take a short ad break. Well, you're gonna only experience a short ad break. Really, we're gonna take about a week. Right. You guys are lucky. I like to pull back the curtain here. I've, You've said that twice now. There's no curtain here. That's curtain not right real. That's it, a real curtain. That pull it. Back. Oh shit! I broke down that fourth wall. You are seeing how the sausage is made behind the curtain. <coughs> I'm probably pulling back curtains. Really upsets Chris, so I'm gonna take some time to cheer him up, and then uh, we're gonna listen to our ad, and then we'll be back with our news. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Bill Moving Company. It's a new moving service solely for women who are size 14. All you have to do is call them up and they will meet you with a windowless van to help you move your couch. 
and then we will change the location to a back alley of a Dunkin' Donuts where you will help us move things that aren't yours into a van. Exactly. And we have to mention that the driver will have a broken arm. He will look like Ted Levine. And including Ted Levine himself will be one of our There drivers. are many drivers who look like Ted Levine and one special one that is Ted Levine. It's a lottery of sorts. Exactly. So if you were about a size 14. And you, and I got to feel you. Oh. Then call Buffalo Bill Moving Company. I didn't like that one. Why not? I don't know. I wanted to do Colin Kaepernick knee pads. I told you we're not doing Colin Kaepernick. That's funny. It's not funny. Buffalo Bill Don't Moving, grit your teeth. Buffalo not even... Bill Moving Company paid us. Colin Kaepernick knee pads. They didn't pay us. When you need to take a knee. No, 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 don't, no you, free. No, it's Buffalo you, Bill Moving Company. You use Colin Kaepernick no, no, knee pads. Gonna, no, Buffalo Bill Moving Company. Don't. Colin. All right, so we're back here for episode four of You Should Watch. Uh, yeah. We just heard a wonderful ad. It was a good one. Yeah. So before we a go mad. on, I think we might want to do a little self-promotion in case anyone stumbles across this podcast so they can find us. What do you mean? Oh, our Twitter? Yeah. So since okay. the last time we recorded, we set up a Twitter. We did. Um, you did. We set up a Twitter, a Tumblr. You did. And a Facebook. You did. Um, they're all, all the links are going to be in the description of the episode so you can find it. I am following you on Twitter. Um, you Arthur. are. It is at, on Twitter, it's at. YSW pod. Right. I believe. Facebook is You Should Watch podcast okay. on Facebook. And Tumblr is What is a Tumblr? You should watch pod.tumblr.com. It's basically it's a it's like a blog. So it's just a website. It's actually YSW Podcast. Oh, so it's at YSW Podcast at Twitter. Yeah. Like I said, all these links will be in the description. Mm -hmm. Um so you can just click on that. Oh, that's so a, follow that's a fancy us, background right? Out there, I like it. So follow us on any of those uh, things, and we're also on iTunes. Yeah, right that's now, where you, you should, should be listening watch. to this. Um, as of right now, there's only going to probably be three episodes at a time right. up on iTunes, which we're work currently working on. So we can expand that. But right now, we're already at four episodes, so it's mm -hmm. only going to be the first one that's not there. I didn't think we'd make it to two. Right. So we'll get back to you on that. But it's you should watch on iTunes if you search for that. It comes up. Mm -hmm. um, where the blue background, yes. it's like a blue, it's handwritten, you should watch. Yeah, um, handwritten. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it basically looks like the Rugrats mm -hmm. logo. Right. So if you see that, and if you enjoy it, we suggest that you subscribe. Yeah, and write a review. Write a review and ratings. There's already a pretty pr pretty good reviews on there. I don't know who Godcast is, mm -hmm. but apparently they don't know how to spell yeah, I, I saw that one. It, they spell it with an E at the end? Yeah, like That's a cast weird. system. Yeah, I wonder who did that. Yeah, probably some idiot. Yeah, probably some piece of shit. <laughs> so yeah, so just because uh, I guess ratings and reviews is how that stuff kind of works. Mm -hmm. So uh, like I said, all that stuff will be in the notes, and I guess we'll go on to the main purpose of our podcast. The meat. The meat, if you will. I will. Discussing our movies. Mm-hmm. Or and TV show, because this week we did a TV we show. We did do a TV show, yep. Well, um, you I watched it. You did? Not, I did, not, I mean. Not more than... Just what, the first episode? Two hours ago. Oh, yeah? The whole so, series I watched. Oh, that's amazing. No, I didn't do that. I watched the one episode. All right, so we're going to start with what you watched since <laughs> I went first last time. Mm -hmm. We're better at keeping track I can of that. It's only four episodes. It's easy to remember. That's true. All right, so according to Google, the description for Treme the show is, set in post-Katrina New Orleans, this hour-long drama series from the Wire executive producers David Simon and Eric Overmeyer, follows the lives of ordinary residents as they struggle with the after effects 
of the 2005 hurricane. After Effects? After Effects. Oh. Says star and New Orleans native Wendell Pierce, the only thing people had to hang on to here were the rich traditions we knew that included anyone who decided to accept Wait, no, Jesus sorry. <laughs> I, I, I skipped the line. Really I, know, I skipped the line that. Sorry. Wendell Pierce, who's the, one of the stars of the show, said the only thing people had to hang on here to Let's were the rich honest. traditions we, we knew that survived the test of time before our music, food, and family. Family that included anyone who decided to accept Jesus the challenge Christ. of return. This the large ensemble cast is supported by notable real life New Orleans, including member, many of its famous <sighs> musicians. I did it. All right, so you watched the first episode. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> There's plenty of more to say. Well, which you failed to mention that the biggest star in this is Steve Zahn. Is he, or is it you think it's John Goodman? I oh, like it's John, Steve Zahn. It's He's Steve the Zahn. star of this. Um, the first episode that Chris watched is entitled, Do You Know What It Means? It aired on April 11, 2010. And so what do you think? I like it a lot. Um... The David Simon shows, they, they're they very similar, mm-hmm. which could be seen as a problem, but I mm-hmm. like that formula. Right. Um, something I notice is that you see it in good television, mm-hmm. as opposed to Walking Dead. Right. Um, not Something doesn't need to happen every scene. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's actually a point I wanted to bring up. Yeah. So I'm glad you hit that earlier. Yeah. Is, I feel like it's... Almost different from The Wire itself. Yeah, there's not, like, everything's sort of building. Right. And something. And I know it happens more a lot in the series, mm-hmm. if you choose to continue on I watching the will. series. Um, there's just scenes of just, depi- it's like a five-minute depiction of some like a moment in someone's life. Yeah. Like, uh, another show is like, oh, this scene, you know by the end, something's going to happen. That's, that's going to affect the rest of everybody's right. life. But a lot of the times, it's just people hanging out, playing a song. Yeah. And it's just a moment from everyday life. Right. Which, because, like, not every moment in our life leads to something ridiculous. Exactly. It's like, just... there's a, uh, a scene with Steve Zahn and his mm-hmm. friend break into a Tower Records. Right. Because Tower Records is rebuilding. It's three mm-hmm. months after Katrina. Basically, everybody's rebuilding. Right. So... He go. He's a musician, Steve mm-hmm. Zahn, but he's also a disc jockey in the right. show. So he breaks into the Tower Records with his friend. Who right. like, I don't know if he owned the Tower Records. I think he was friend. just an employee because okay. I think the Tower Records was going to close. They I were. Think. They were closing. Yeah. So he his CDs were on consignment. Right. Which means that if they sell them, he gets a chunk of the money. Right. If they don't sell, it goes back to him. Right. They don't technically own the product. Right. So, so the fact that they were closing, I don't know if it was legal for them mm-hmm. to take it. No. It wasn't, right? I don't think it was legal. I just don't think they cared. Right. I think they just was, wanted to get everything out. Because it was Katrina. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And it, he only probably had like five CDs. Yeah. So they probably didn't really give a shit. Right. So he breaks in and takes these CDs and he grabs some other like supposedly out of print. Uh, mm-hmm. like three decks set of some jazz guy. Um, but that was it. Right. Like cops didn't yeah, bust in and arrest no... him. There was, it was just a simple scene. Like it does, not yeah. every scene needs. Yeah. There was no repercussions. Event. It just right. was a thing that happened in their life. Exactly. Yeah. There's another scene with Kim Dickens, who is Steve Zahn's girlfriend and mm-hmm. kind of air quotes. Um, she's working at a restaurant. And she owns the restaurant. I think, Does right? she own it? Yeah, right. Yeah, she owns it. It's her restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Cause she like 
When are you like after he steals the CDs, he comes in and he has <laughs> he's trying to pay her, yeah, for a three hundred dollar bottle of wine and the three disc, uh, right, the out of print, yeah. So, yeah. so before this, like when you first find out that she works at this restaurant mm-hmm. or owns this restaurant, mm-hmm. somebody had called in sick, and it looked like something was big and dramatic was going to happen, right. like somebody was going to bust in or they right. were going to get robbed, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. And part of me is like, well, that's weird. And then right. the next second, I'm like, well, that makes sense because right. it's it's just it doesn't need to right. have a big event. Yeah. And right granted, now. like a lot of big events do happen in this show, and there's yeah. a lot of major things. But a lot it's of just, them already happen, right? But it's just very refreshing to every once in a while have a scene that's, that's just not good self, acting. Yeah, and it's not like life and death. It's yeah. just like you can breathe during it, like yeah, because it's just something you don't see, and it's just nice to mm-hmm. see every once in a while. Um, also, when, what's the style of music called? It's jazz? I don't know, it's like Louisiana, like you listen to it now. Right. What is it? I mean, I I guess it's jazz or blues or I guess some kind of Cajun folk or I don't know. It's fun jazz is basically what I kind of think it is. Jazz. Yeah, it's yeah. fun jazz. Like, yeah, everybody seems like they're having a really right. good time. And the one thing I noticed since watching this show is that I, I guess it's different than other music because all the bands that play it, uh-huh. it's a bunch of people who look like would never be in a band together. Yeah. Like, it's all the bands are very diverse looking. Right. Because there's just, a guy, I don't know if he plays music, but he's friends with Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if he was Kenny G. Uh, oh or, yeah, that guy. Or if he was uh, what's his name, T.J. Miller? Yeah, he was just some guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> either one could have mm-hmm. played him. And it's just because I feel like it's a rare thing with that city mm-hmm. that everyone who lives there, no matter your age or your background, mm-hmm. likes that kind of music. Yeah, like you don't see that anywhere in most no. cities. Like everyone's still split up to like their music types. Yeah, and like granted, like obviously some people will like more of a certain type of music, mm-hmm. but they all tend to like that same yeah. type, and they all like to play that same. Yeah, type it's of refreshing music. to see everybody kind of come together just based on music solely. Right. So that that was kind of cool. Um, the the whole, I guess. It's not even really post Katrina, but just Louisiana itself. I can't, especially when they're playing, mm-hmm. like through the streets. There's like a whole big parade scene. Apparently, that's a thing they like. They to do. do that like every weekend. Yeah. it's called the Second Line. Oh, is that okay? So I can't tell what year it is. Sometimes it feels like it's either the twenties or the thirties. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't see some of them are even wearing clothes from like the 20s and 30s it looks like some guys are just wearing yeah. like suits and fedoras a, a lot of it it's almost like a city trapped in time yeah it's points. like it never stopped right like they've just continued like they've hit they hit their stride at a certain year yeah. and they just love that and they're just gonna keep doing that yeah and they don't they not gonna have it any other way right and like new aspects come in but they still focus on yeah like that so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. Uh, the, whole, the show itself is just really well done. Mm-hmm. It's as anything is with David Simon, right. and he has this amazing ability to have just regular people, mm-hmm. and they turn out to be amazing actors yeah. and actresses. Because I'm pretty sure you met the character. It's um, the woman who plays Wendell Pierce, who's bunked in the wire. Yeah, and in this show, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Baptiste. His name is Baptiste. Batista? Like, no, Baptiste. 
He's he's a, he plays a trombone player. Um, is it his friend? No, not it, Kermit, right? No, well, Kermit is a real life jazz musician. Oh, is he? That's cool. Kermit Ruffins. He's a very good um, musician from that area. Uh, but his wife, Wendell Pierce. Why am I blanking on his last name is Baptiste? Okay. Do, do, do you get any of that? What his name was? No. Okay. So his wife. You notice his wife in the show? Bunks. Bunk's wife. Okay. I'm just going to call him Bunk. Okay. I, I'm, that's what I know him as. Uh-huh. Um, she is actually from New Orleans. Uh-huh. And I remember... Like his wife that he's divorced? No, not the one he's divorced from. The one he's with now. The one he's with okay. now he has a little girl with. She was actually someone who survived. Really? Katrina. Because I remember watching, before I watched Treme, there's a really good Spike Lee documentary. Mm-hmm. When the levees break, and she's one of the person people that is interviewed throughout the documentary. Really, and I'm wondering if that's how she, she got introduced because I'm pretty sure that Probably. was an HBO documentary. That would make sense. Um, but she's very good. I think she yeah. was an actress also really? at the time. But yeah, but she was like a real person who went through mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, the, the show's kind of a downer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not a fun show until they start running through the streets and playing. Yeah music but other than that it's kind of sad i mean as it would be right because i mean the first episode everybody loses their home <laughs> the first episode it does end on a funeral yeah yeah by the way i want that funeral right doesn't that sound that awesome? looks like the greatest funeral that anyone could ever have um they were dancing yeah like, they were literally dancing that i mean that's i, I want to die just <laughs> okay. so i can have that it just looks fun <laughs> right that would be an interesting way. If you show. kill yourself, do you get to have one of those stuff? I mean, I guess so. I don't see the But problem. I mean, we don't live in New Orleans. And we'll move there. I don't, yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be weird to have one here. It would be really Island. weird. Uh, I don't think anybody would have a goddamn clue what was going on. No, not at all. Um, we should look into that. Okay. Here in New Orleans. I'll shoot you in the face and you shoot me in the face. Right. And then we'll have a dance funeral. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, John Goodman's in it, who's like my boy. Right. I'm a big John Goodman fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out his character is actually based on a real person. A lot of them are. Really? Because Steve Zahn's character is based on a real guy who's actually in the show. He's like a background musician. That's well, David, David Simon things are like that. He puts the real the people in. Yeah. 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 So I, I feel like this actually could have taken place in the world of The Wire. Yeah, it's very possible it could have been yeah. the same universe. It, it feels would, like it. It would just be weird that Bunk and... They're doppelgangers. Yeah, they just look alike. Yeah. Okay. So, um, John Goodman. He's awesome. I, the scene where he's doing an interview. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the deal with those guys? They thought it was a conspiracy. I I haven't seen the first episode in a while. They were pretty much, I think, British newscasters. Yeah. And they're coming... To talk about, and they were kind of putting down the city of New Orleans. Yeah, they were how, they were saying how it's like a lost city and it's not great. It's not great anymore. The music's yeah, out of date. The food's, the food's too fatty. fatty. Yeah, yeah and John Goodman doesn't. And he, he, he has a really bad problem. Yeah, into the water. <laughs> He's like, "You British lie me, fuck!" And he throws that into the water, uh-huh. and then he tries to grab the camera. He's like, "It's just going for a swim." <laughs> <laughs> so I really like John Goodman in this. He's stating that it's all like. Not a conspiracy, but somewhat that they they never they didn't really try to fix the levees no. when I think there was one in sixty five. Right, that was a lot less than Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, that breached the levees. Right, so they tried to 
they were supposed to make it even stronger mm-hmm. than the one that right. Katrina was. Right. So the fact that it didn't hold mm-hmm. that, yeah. it, he thinks that it was, I don't know if it's conspiracy, but they, they didn't, just didn't care. They didn't care enough yeah. to build it as and strong as they were supposed really to. And now they're not really helping. Exactly. And he thinks their charges should be brought up on them. So he's yeah. just like really bitter and angry throughout the whole he, show. Basically, he's a, he's a novelist and he teaches yeah, he's, English. He's mm-hmm. an English Same thing professor. with Ashley uh, Morris. He was also... Oh, uh, he was a real... I think he was actually a teacher as well. Because uh-huh. I never looked into his real... He's dead, so... Mm-hmm. Probably not showing any blogging. Right. But, but yeah, John Hammond's blogging great. Should be on the grave. Maybe, imagine. Uh, heaven blogs. Don't try to think of a pun right now. No, no pun. Okay. Continue. All right. Um, his wife plays a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Melissa Leo. I uh, sounds right. She won an Oscar, but she was in the Fighter. She played. Uh, oh, I Mark didn't Wahlberg's see that. Uh, <laughs> that's why I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, I was talking. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Ness, my fiance, mm-hmm. and she was listening to the last episode, mm-hmm. and apparently I was pretty hard on Tom Cruise, <laughs> and she's like. You get in trouble for that? I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think so. I don't and know then, if this will go up to Tom Cruise. I don't think it's going to go up that far up the ladder. Yeah. But, I mean, I listened to it again, and I was a little hard on Tom Cruise. And I, if it I does, I'm, I'm, I'm happy if it made it to Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise is cool. like, hey, this probably, we'll get some good yeah. publicity. Because I kind of defended Tom Cruise. You did defend him. I was hard on him. Right. And I, I do feel a little bad. <laughs> um, Not for any legal purposes, by any right. means, but... Uh, I forgot about his part in Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. which kind of made up for all his shortcomings. Mm-hmm. So he's not as far down in my book as mm-hmm. I once thought. Okay. So, with that being said, uh, so do you have anything else more for uh, Tremaine you want to go over? Um, I don't think so, really. Um, would you recommend that people would watch it? Yeah, definitely. It, it's a it's if you like if you if you like Walking Dead, no, because you probably wouldn't like a good show. Right. So well, you never know. There's some there's some crossover maybe sometime. But yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the crazy excitement as Walking Dead. Yeah, it the, seems like it, it's going places mm-hmm. because I, I actually I wanted to talk about the, I forgot I wanted to talk about the John Gogan's wife, the lawyer. Mostly, yeah. that's her. Um, she's trying to investigate a case of, uh, it's like Bunk's ex-wife. Yeah, it's Bunk's ex-wife. Her brother is, is missing. He, he was in lockup. Yeah, he got arrested, like, I think the day right of the before, storm. Or is it right, the day of or I right before? I think so, yeah. Okay. They so go more into it later. They have, like, no record of mm-hmm. him being in lockup, so right. that's kind of like a mystery thing they're working right. with. So that looks like it's probably going to go someplace. Yeah, that's a good storyline. So I kind of like that it's... There is some mystery to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, there are aspects that you see in normal shows, mm-hmm. but then we, you're just going to get those scenes that are just... Yeah, you're going to... it. Like I that They didn't make it like, this is the big thing right. of the entire series. Uh-huh. The whole point of the series is just different stories mm-hmm. of people that kind of connect mm-hmm. in this world. And before we move on, one character you didn't hit on that I want to get your reaction to what did I... was Lester Freeman. 
from the wire. Oh yeah, when he's in his dance yeah. thing. Yeah. He he, I didn't write. I didn't write any notes on that because I didn't know what the fuck to talk okay. about. So basically, what that is is it's called. Um, they're called Mardi Gras Indians. Okay. It's a big thing down there. It takes roots from Native Americans. He definitely looked like it. And what they do is they have these elaborate feather costumes, <laughs> yeah. and there's different. I guess they're called tribes. And okay. he's a chief of one of the. Yeah, tribes. he was talking to a guy. Uh, when he moved back to his bar because right. his house was destroyed, yeah. and he was talking to his friend who mm. now is like a contractor for right. the government cleaning up mm. Katrina. Um, so he's trying to get help from him. Right. He's he was apparently he was like a a chief with him, or he, he was, was like he was a member of a different because there's a whole bunch of tribes down there, mm-hmm. and they really consist of like the chief, and I think he has like it's like three like under people with him that they all dress up. With mm-hmm. these like matching elaborate feather costumes, yeah, and pretty much they work on them all year long, uh-huh. and they use them for Mardi Gras, uh-huh. which is in um, February. Yeah, and then there's another day. I think it's called Saint Joseph's Day, which is in March. That's weird. And those are the two days where they go out and parade in there, uh-huh. and they just march the streets. They sing songs, and uh-huh. if they run into another tribe. I think in the past they kill each other. No, they talk about how there used to be bad blood, but now they kind of just all get along. Uh-huh. And, and uh, but yeah, he's a chief of one of those, and yeah. he's trying to rebuild his group because a lot Chiefhood. of them are right. When he unzipped his costume, like he had in like a like mm-hmm. a suit bag, right. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is he like a cross dresser or something? And then no. he <laughs> he's like flapping down right. the street. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. They go a lot more into obviously because they go into more of the history of what exactly he is oh, yeah. and the traditions. It's a very interesting uh-huh. tradition. A that, rich history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is there anything else you wanted to? No, I, I think that's it. I, I would definitely recommend it. I'm probably going to keep watching it. Because like, it's not that much to go through. It's four seasons. Yeah, the last season only has like six five, episodes. Six episodes. Yeah, I think so. Five they pretty six. much just gave him another season to wrap everything up. Oh, I think was it going to get canceled? Yeah, I think they just like because I guess obviously the, the ratings weren't great mm-hmm. because no one watches David Simon shows. Yeah, until ten, five, right. ten years later. And so I guess he wanted to. He said he had more to wrap up, so they just gave him a short season. It's because of David Simon. It's like probably we know this is going to be gigantic right. in five years. And a so. lot of the people in it, like there's big names yeah. in the show too. Um, all right, so yeah, I, think, I hope I think you enjoy everything. watching the rest of Charme. Oh uh, yeah. And I guess now we'll switch focus over to what I had to watch. Yeah. I'm um, excited. I had to watch a movie called The Last Dragon, mm-hmm. which was in 1985. And according to Google, Leroy Green, a young martial artist living in New York City, trains tirelessly to attain the same level of mastery of the great Bruce Lee. One night, his life changes forever when he rescues television personality, personality Laura Charles, from evil businessman Eddie Arcadian? Impressed by Leroy's bravery, Laura falls for Leroy, but to keep her safe, he will have to defeat a young leader named Shonuff, <laughs> the self-styled Shogun of Harlem. I I did enjoy this movie. Okay, it's ridiculous. Good. I love this movie. <laughs> um, it's very over-the-top 80s. Yeah. yeah. Everything about that movie just yells 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird, too. I... The woman, um, not Laura Charles, uh, the Arcadian girlfriend that he's trying to yeah. get, she looked like someone, uh-huh. 
and it really bothered me. I couldn't figure it out, and I still don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> she reminded me she of something. She kind of looks like Jenny Slate. I think that was it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was it, because I also thought, show enough, uh-huh. it was like the, one of the bad guys of the yeah. movie. I thought he looked a lot like Dion Cole. Like, he could play him now. I don't know that. He, he's a comedian who's been on Conan. Okay. He right. He was a writer on Conan. He's been, he's on uh-huh. Angie Tribeca. Okay. Uh, he's the one who's partnered with the dog on Angie Tribeca. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just thought a lot of people mm-hmm. reminded me of people in this. Um, let's see where to. Where where don't you go with this movie? Yeah, I don't know. It's Bruce Leroy. Bruce Bruce Leroy was very good. Um, <laughs> Kiss why is he why is he dressed that way? In the yellow, or or no, he dresses like he's Chinese. Like he walks to the street. Well, yeah, because the show got in Harlem. No, 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 not showing up. Oh, Bruce Bruce Leroy. Leroy. He wears this ridiculous wicker hat. Bruce uh, Bruce Lee wore something similar. The hat I don't remember Bruce Mm. Lee wore, but Bruce Lee wore those kind of. They're not keys, but they're. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a Chinese suit or something like that, and he has like a big ridiculous hat. Yeah, and he just looks very out of place. Yeah. Uh, first thing I noticed is I really would like that guy's like martial arts studio in the very beginning because mm-hmm. it's in an awesome spot. It's like right on the water. Yeah, underneath to live the there. bridge. Yeah, like that That's would be cool. I don't know how much live the rent would cookies. be <laughs> would be for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just creates such a weird like. Imagine was the eighties? I don't think the eighties were actually like that. But it's almost, I would think you can almost can like think. That a real guy was walking around like this shown up character uh-huh. in these weird clothes. Well, I mean, and he has, like, have a you gang. ever seen? Have you ever seen MC Hammer play anything? Yeah, I guess, but it's almost like they reminded me a lot of the gang from Back to the Future. Biff's gang from Back yeah. to the Future Two. Oh no, power! Like, first of all, who follows this guy? How does he get a following? Well, who I would follow, shown up. And why does he have the worst people? Because he's shown up. <laughs> So basically, there's two main villains in this movie. Uh-huh. Shonuff, who is, like I said, the showgun of Harlem, who thinks he's the martial arts he's master. The master. And he has Shonuff. this gang of three men and three women mm-hmm. that follow him. Yeah. And he, you first see him, he breaks into, there's like a packed, sold-out viewing of some <laughs> old Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, it was after the dragon, I think. And he comes in, disrupts the movie, <laughs> he's yelling about he's the baddest person. Uh-huh. And then he ends up fighting like two really white fat dudes yeah, yeah. <laughs> who try to challenge him and then a bunch of other guys who uh-huh. challenge him and he wants some kid says that Bruce Leroy is really the yeah. main fighter in Harlem and he tries to challenge him but he won't fight mm-hmm. him um, and then the other villain is this Arcadian guy uh-huh. who I don't know if that's actually his name or he just named himself that I, because I, yeah. he's the king of video games right and he ha- Arcadian yeah right and he has like I mean, if you're born with that name, what else can you do? Mm-hmm. And he's like this mob boss kind of, and he has all these like henchmen for mm-hmm. him. And he's dating this woman who he wants to get her music career yeah, going. Yeah, he wants her to be as popular as Laura Charles. Right. He wants her to play on Laurel, Laura, right. Laura Charles. So yeah. Laura Charles is like this woman, she's played by Vanity. Yeah. Um, who was very big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Prince, I guess, discovered her. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Um, and she plays like this... Was she a musician or she just ran this show? I think she just ran this show. Like she may have club. been a singer like in the past or right. something like that, but she's like a host of this dance right. show and music video show. Right. And it's, it's like a almost like a soul train kind of thing. Right. And 
So Arcadian tries to threaten her yeah. to get his girlfriend's song on the show. Mm-hmm. But every time he tries to kidnap her, he gets uh, Bruce Leroy happens to show up <laughs> and like defeats him. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Shonoff just wants to fight Bruce Leroy. That's his main goal. Because he wants... But I thought it was weird because there's one scene where he like goes into his... Because Bruce Leroy is like an instructor for yeah. martial arts. And he goes into his dojo mm-hmm. and doesn't fight him, then just leaves. He makes him kiss my converse. Right, but then... He, I think he just wanted to belittle him in front of his students. Right, but then nothing else really happened between the two of them. But then mm-hmm. he shows up at his father's pizza place yeah. and wants to fight him again. Yeah, <laughs> like, you kind of like, had your like, chance. Well, Bruce Leroy would... It's hard to say sometimes. Right. Bruce Leroy wouldn't fight him. Yeah, but it was weird that he gave up at this point. I'm like, okay, well, that's enough for tonight. I'll come back some other day and, and destroy your father's pizza Just place. Just move your pizza to Daddy's Green's pizza. Right, so he ends up, his little, uh, Bruce Leroy has a little brother in the movie, yeah. who's one of the very annoying We characters. could just call him Leroy, because at first it's hard to say Bruce Leroy. Okay, and he's right, his he, name he's is only called, it's not his real name in it. Because his brother is like, what would you say, like 10 years old? He looks like he's 30. He looks like he's 30, but he's only 10. Yeah. Like, he's a really small kid who uh-huh. looks, he has the face of a 30-year-old, mm-hmm. but he's, I think, 10, 13, uh-huh. maybe, at most, and he thinks that he's going to get with Laura Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically, he keeps saving Laura Charles's life from Arcadian, mm-hmm. and then um, he won't fight Shonuff, and mm-hmm. then finally Shonuff and Arcadian get together at the mm-hmm. end to try to bring yeah. him down. And he's able to... It adds to, up to, like, the greatest movie fight scene mm-hmm. in the history of ever. It's funny, because at first I thought that a lot of this world, Leroy was all in his head. Mm-hmm. Because there was never a master he could find. It was yeah. just a Chinese <laughs> he fortune crazy. computer. <laughs> and then he goes back to the master, and the master is just some guy who's going to visit his mom in Florida. Yeah. Like... He's like, who is the master? And I felt like the other guy was going to say, listen, this, this is, I'm just told you how to fight. Like, there's no big weird mysticism. Uh-huh. Like, this is all in your head. Dude, you're fucking crazy. But then it turns out in the last fight that there is something because he's able to glow and, like, get power. And it's almost like a video game fight mm-hmm. at the very end. Um, it's the power of the glow. Right. So he's able to defeat Shonoff. It's that fight scene's amazing. He's like dunking him, dunking mm-hmm. his head in the water. Yeah. Trying to like drown him, I yeah. guess. And he pulls him up. Well, at this point, uh, Shonuff has already gotten the glow. Right. So that like freaked Bruce Leroy out. Mm-hmm. So as he is, Shonuff's dunking his head in the water, he pulls it up and he's having all these flashes while his head's mm-hmm. underwater about uh, mm-hmm. Laura. And he's like, got to do it for his family and right. stuff. So he pulls him up. And <laughs> showed up, like, who's the master? And he's like, I am. Right. And, and then he's he like, gets what? The and he, he turns yellow. Yeah, and he catches his punch. <laughs> and he's like, I am. And he crushes his hand. Yeah. He's like, oh, let me go. Yeah, yeah. And he turns, he turns and he has the glow now. And right. he's waving his arms, like, doing the karate. Uh-huh. It was so great. Oh, it's so great. Oh, oh I love this movie so much. Um, I really like the scene where we're showing, like, it's before Shonoff attacks Leroy's parents' pizza place mm-hmm. and the mother slowing dough <laughs> to try to stop him. And, and then it hits the they guy had in the face. no problem with uh, violence against children, Shonoff's gang. No. Because in the movie theater at the beginning, they pick up a child and almost throw him. Mm-hmm. This time they throw Leroy's brother into a garbage can. Yeah, they dunk him in. Um, 
trying to think what else. Well, Joe, he's the master. Right. Show I guess shown up. Shown up. Shown up. Am the meanest? Show enough. And it's funny. It's almost saying sure enough. Right. No, but yeah, it's shown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird, too, because it's like, like I said, it's a martial arts film, but mm-hmm. it's also a musical. Yeah. Because there's a lot of singing. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's like a comedy. It's like a comedy, musical. Action. Action. Karate. It's just a ridiculous 80s movie. Yeah. Um, some other interesting characters. There's three Chinese guys who were yeah. at a fortune cookie. Sayonara. Sayonara. <laughs> They're very annoying. Yeah. And then, see, basically, I guess Leroy was told that that's where the the real master uh-huh. is. And they keep just egging him on. Mm-hmm. And it turns out there is no master. They take his hat, too. They do. They steal his yeah, hat. Yeah, that pissed me off. Um, and like we talked about before, that's when he realized there is no master. He's really, I guess, the master in this fake world. It's a computer. Um... Uh, this review seems a little disjointed, but the movie was a little disjointed. It's, it, the movie's everywhere. It's just ridiculous. It's um, so it's so much fucking fun. Yeah, it is a very fun movie. Um, if you if you're a fan of things from the eighties, mm-hmm. definitely you'll definitely like it. I love the music in it too. The the mm-hmm. song about the glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Power of Elevation. Because that's a very eighties action movie mm-hmm. like song you'd hear during the climax mm-hmm. of the movie. I feel like this movie's not very well known. It's like a cult movie, mm-hmm. but like it's it should be way more popular than it also, is. Also, very surprised to see a random showing of William H Macy. Yeah, he's uh, I guess it's he was a publicist was, or something. It was a hairstylist. He was right? like Laura Charles' assistant. Yeah, and okay. he has one scene where he's talking to her. Yeah, that was. And weird. I'm like, holy shit! Fuck, that's fucking. Because the only H. two Macy. people I really recognize, I never really knew mm-hmm. humanity. Really, mm-hmm. um, I've heard of her, but William it's H Macy is one and henchman. Is the gas man? Yeah, from, from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy the movie. I mm-hmm. had a fun time watching it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'd probably watch parts of it again. I don't know if I'd want to see no. the whole movie again. <laughs> I watched this movie a lot. It's out of all the episodes we've done, mm-hmm. I should like The Shining the most. Right, but this is probably more, like my favorite. I have a feeling I'm going to be saying "Show Enough" a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking fun. Because <laughs> uh, actually. If it wasn't in the description, uh-huh. I was going to ask you, Chris, would you say I like this movie? Show enough. Yeah. That was basically what I was going to go <laughs> Anytime with. somebody asks you something, yeah. you can show just say, show enough. enough. And they're like, what the hell? What the fuck are you about? Well, I'm like, well, obviously you don't have the glow. Yeah, well, get the glow, bitch. Um, so yeah, is there anything else you wanted to... I don't think there's anything else in the movie I really wanted to hit on. Uh, I, I mean, you've you already have to see it because it's yeah. just ridiculous. You, I mean, you've stressed it already, but I can't stress enough. You it just if, even if this didn't sound good to you, I don't mm. care. Watch it. I just love the fact that one of the bad guys, he was an arcade guy. Like, mm-hmm. is there really a video game gang? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a really a gang of showing up henchmen. Like, that shouldn't be a gang either. Right. Um, so we hope that if you were able to listen to this, you followed it. And because I don't know, I felt like our review was. A little, I, I was all just over the excited place. to talk about this. Yeah, one. the only other person I know who likes this is our friend Justin. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about before the episode airs? Um. I guess we, once again we'll just hit on uh, if you want to follow us or yeah, you have the Twitter account at YSW Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Tumblr and Facebook, you should watch podcasts. How does Tumblr work? It's really just a blog. 
So, like, each, I'll probably just post when a new episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess people, and you can, I think you can put tags in there. Like, Show when you go on Twitter, they put hashtags and then people find it. And Show so, um, so, yeah, like I said, all those links will be in our show notes and on the description. And if you like it, please rate. Show notes. And subscribe, because that would really help. Show notes. Follow us on there Twitter. There should be a Hodor. Also, we can. Mm-hmm. And also, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to you should watch pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I don't know For why whatever reason. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't think of why you want to, but. Who knows? Drop, drop us a line. Drop us a line. Uh, do you want to do your sign No, I don't want to do that. Why not? It was stupid. I liked it. I didn't. I, I think we should each delay episode. Every episode should end with mm-hmm. like something from the movie, kind of. Alright, so I have a good idea for one. But before we do, I just wanted to hit on one thing. Um, so, you know, obviously we're movie fans since we have this podcast. Shut up. And... We've been working with friends on making movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yep. last... Yes, we do. Last Sunday, which is the day after we recorded last, mm-hmm. we went into Flushing to mm-hmm. help uh, our friend film a short film he's making. And it was in his neighborhood in Flushing. And it was one of the most ridiculous... It, was a, it was a very strange shoot. I mean, because it was Little Korea, that area. And I'm not it saying was it really was strange. It was really a lot of Korea. I wasn't saying it's strange because it's Korean people. I'm not saying that. That's at all. what I got you doing. No, I wasn't you being anti-Korean. No, okay. But there was just some very North Korean, maybe. Maybe I'm pretty North. Yeah, anti- well, not that it's the people there, just the people who are running the country. They seem to be terrible people. Yeah. Um, uh oh. No, they're gonna get us. Yeah, those North Tom Cruise and them. It's gonna be like the interview. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. But there was one of the strangest things. There was just a random guy in a suit. Walking around with a Peppermint. briefcase and a giant plastic bag of peppers. <laughs> yeah, it was the Pepperman. And basically, the only scene we were trying to film was a person running down a street, jogging. It was part. Of, it was like a reaction shot. It was a very small shot we had to do, mm-hmm. and it constantly got interrupted by the Pepperman, yeah. the very uh, weird-looking white guy who came out of the massage parlor. Yeah, massage parlor. <laughs> with uh, there, there's like fifty air quotes on that. Yeah. Because the windows, you couldn't see into the place. No. It was just a massage. Yeah. <laughs> um, he interrupted. There was a guy in a Vespa. With there a, was an Asian woman who looked like Robert Smith in The Cure. There was. Uh-huh. Just a very um, very weird part of it. Luckily, we didn't need sound for it. Yeah. Because that would have fucked it. Oh, yeah, because up. right towards the end of when we were shooting, there was a church where the Peppermen went to. Yeah. And that started playing, like, live. Well, I have a video, Joe, okay. that we can... Yeah, this was... A video I took of us. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're not going to be able to see the video. Right, you'll be able to hear it. You're going to hear it. So, this was us filming. And that's the music that was playing yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. That was from inside of a building. Inside of a bar. <laughs> yeah, or is it the bar or a church? It I, was, I think it was a karaoke room. place, maybe. It could, I don't know, it could have been, but I felt like it was people leaving that church. Mm-hmm. They were playing... I also have another video. Um, it's Eeyore. Uh, my dog rolling around. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's <laughs> He can't... <laughs> oh, he's... Okay. Okay, so... I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh... I guess the uh, sign-off would be... Well, do you hey, have Chris, anything you, you want to ask me? 
did. Did you like this episode? Show enough. All right. Catch you next time.